Great. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Is that John? Don't forget yeah. we're getting hamburgers later at my mom's. <laughs> oh, is your mom making hamburgers? Oh. <laughs> You're a dick. Literally, it looks just like the breakfast I ate. It. Like, if I, could, if I threw real? up on a plate, you'd be like, oh, you could serve this to someone. Food. It's... Yeah, that's... That's uh, real? That's real. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. Hello, operator. Get me Jen Murphy. <laughs> Good evening. Just a moment, I'll connect you. It's a dramatic. Dramatic. What a, probably one of our better openings, I think. That was the most disgusting opening of any podcast ever. When was that? Ever. When was that? That was a few years ago, me throwing up outside his minivan, uh, or his <laughs> parents' minivan. And you recorded minivan. it? We were in Wisconsin, touring. Yes, we were touring. We were, we were a comedy duo. We were, we were in a, on the vaudeville circuit in Irwin Madison, and Huck. In Madison, Wisconsin, and um, I got like drunker than I've been in a long time. I guess I don't know. It was like a whole weekend. My friends from college came to the shows. Like we just got obliterate like the first night there the people kept the bar open for us and brian was like well i have to do radio in the morning so i'm gonna go and i go oh i'll do radio with you he goes i'm pretty sure you're not gonna wake up in time and i was like dude i think i know what i'm doing and i stayed there till like five in the morning and then radio was at six so no i didn't make radio or anything you and make a lot of things after 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 that after that what do you mean i didn't make a lot after of that things? no 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 after what we just heard you oh didn't make a lot of oh things. no and then uh, so that was the way from madison to we're going from madison to milwaukee to see his family and then we're going to fly back to L.A. from there. <laughs> and I was so sick. Like, we went out to eat in the morning, and I was like, I don't feel good. Like, I drank a Coke, and I think I had taken a pill of some kind. And, like, my body was just not reacting well to anything that had gone on that weekend. And I was like, I really think I need to throw up to feel better. So Brian was like, okay. So he would take, we were driving on a highway, we would take the exit ramps and then swerve like we were... <laughs> You know, he, like he was in a movie, and he would just try to like get. Yeah, he would. You're trying to make him throw up. And that's the end result. <laughs> oh, I can't oh. believe that's real. Yeah, it was. It was gnarly. Like gurgling out of you. Yeah, I, I thought I was dying, and then we get. He's like, my mom's. My mom's making hamburgers. I'm like, oh, dude, what? I can't eat that. <laughs> we get to his mom's. We get to his parents' house, and I am like, I'm like a corpse. I like lay down on a lawn chair outside in the yard, and I'm like, I'm like, uh. Uh, and I just lay there, and like every ten minutes, I get up to go to their bathroom and throw up again. Like, oh my god! And what did your mom say about him? Nice, they weird. So they said nothing. They were they... <laughs> some monster from Lord of the Rings you brought us that just throws up everywhere. Like it gurgles out of you. <laughs> oh my god! Don't forget, we're getting hamburgers later. My mom. <laughs> God. Oh. Were you just doing audio or did you video? No, it's video. It's video. video. It's yeah, that's online. You can find that. I'm sure if you uh, Google we'll John, have, yeah, we'll, John we'll, Huck throwing up, it'll probably be the first thing that pops up. That's so amazing. Uh, he just, just the, the vomit. You know, the thing was, you, I was trying to um, slam. He ha, he wanted to throw up. I, I needed to. It was like one of those. You're and, a good friend. And so I, I, was rarely, the I rarely have I was have swerving that. the car. I would pull, and we just do anything, and it wasn't working. And, but it would work for like two seconds. Like my stomach would turn. I'm like, okay, this is it. Pull over. And he'd pull over, and I'd get out, and I'm like. <laughs> no, I wouldn't like do diarrhea. I, I would, yeah, but it's coming out of my mouth. That's exactly what it felt like. But it did. It looked like, I remember not just watching the video. It reminds me that it all came out, and I was looking at it on the ground like, 
I could have thrown that back up on a plate to serve that at someone's <laughs> breakfast. Like it looked whole. It was like I hadn't chewed any of the food. It was insane. I'm like a shark. I just walk through fucking Denny's like <laughs> swallow everything so whole. Nasty. Yeah, you can stop playing that over and over. Again. Did you just find it again? Uh, I did. I don't know why. I, just, I stumbled upon it because you know it's like I don't know how long Facebook has been around, but it's something. Somehow or another, I, I it was a cold I, November two thousand and seven. So it was like it was a long know. time ago, yeah. So yeah. it's like I forget what's actually on your, my page, like yeah. videos or pictures or something like that. And somehow, and I was like, videos. I didn't even remember that I had a video because I don't post videos. So that I had posted one just recently with my kids on there. So it had gone into the video category, and then I found that, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about. <laughs> That's on my Facebook feed too. I or my page. Like I go through sometimes. Like oh, I have these videos. Like my live at Gotham is up there still. I'm like oh wow, well, that's crazy. And then. After that is me throwing up in Madison, and I'm like, oh, what a piece of shit I am. A lot of views on that one. Have you guys gone on tour since? Um, I've been back, but only as a feature. We, we broke up as a um, as a duo. We didn't get along creatively. We couldn't. It was we had different pro- processes. He wanted a blue Hawaiian shirt. I wanted red Hawaiian shirts. I believe red is a better and comedy we, if shirt. We're, if we're going to be a duo, and I think it doesn't go with my beard, but if we're going to be a comedy duo, we did have to wear. We had to match. We well, couldn't. you guys were recently on tour at the Hollywood Improv, weren't you? I was with there. you. Jen Murphy, by the way, is in studio. Oh, with guys, us. yes, Jen who... Murphy is our visitor. Oh, yes, I forgot to introduce myself. No, no we you're should, not no, supposed we're, to. We're we the rude people for not introducing you. Thank you very much for being oh, on the show. I got trumped by the throw up. Oh my God, we all did. It <laughs> I was... knew. I only did it because I knew she would laugh if she heard that. So. <laughs> yeah, laugh, and then because I think you thought it was fake at first. You're I like, did. Oh, it John's does doing sound fake. John's doing sound effects. That's nice. He thinks he's Michael Winslow. Oh, you're like feel you feel sad for me, kind of, and then you're like. Then you feel really sad for me because then it's you realize real. it's real. The sad goes even uh, even lower down. Even sadder. Uh, do you uh, are you Heil Hitlering? What are you doing over there? I'm I'm waving to uh, uh, Patrick. Okay. Patrick Keene is, is floating Sen- around in the, Sen- in the building. Senator he's, Keene? He's Senator Keene. Sen- he, he's, he's, um, what are you doing, Keene? You're doing some uh, you're doing some bits. He looks lost. Right? Bits. Doing some sketches, some skits, are you, buddy? So I'm doing some sample Shoot stuff. Some samples. And he's with a, a mutual friend, Hunter Stare, who's a very talented fellow. Shoots some stuff who hasn't clearly has not brushed or combed or washed his hair. What are you doing there? Well, What's maybe going? he didn't think he'd no? be described by you on his po- on a podcast. Have you washed your hair? I not recently. <laughs> Come on, who cares? All right, this so has anyway. been one sided conversation asked, no, with no, Brian I Irwin. I know, but they can't hear these other people because they're not on. Mic, I, I, so I reiterated what he said. It uh, doesn't matter. Uh, Thank you, Brian. Who cares? Come on, You're guys. We have the literally... podcasting world is a wild, wild west. Whoa, Jen whoa, Murphy. whoa, it's whoa, one... Jen! We have literally fives of listeners that <laughs> might care. So please, let's try to keep this formatted. No, by the time by the time Jen Murphy's airs, she will probably have done four sitcoms. Yeah, it's going to be huge, or at least headlined a million improvs by the time we're. Yeah, guys. I'm if you don't know big. who Jen is, she's all over the place right now. Big. She's up and down in the improv circuit. Up and down. Well, meaning, up and down. meaning up and down. She's like had from some highs and lows. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant like <laughs> no. I meant like north and south. But uh, I guess okay. it's more east and west because we're going inland. Going to go to Brea and Irvine, and I'm all over that scene. Yeah, the improv scene. She likes. The, what's your favorite uh, menu on the uh, at the uh, oh, menu eat. item? You never eat at the improv. No. That's Hardly not, ever. If for someone who's there like every night of the week. Dude, but she exercises. Look at her. I do like the flautas. Look at her. She's completely I, in shape. Right. Okay, hey, I'm going to hey, say whoa. flautas are my favorite. Okay. Is that because all, you used look- to work at El Cholo? <laughs> no, I do you would think that you, you, would, you would think that you would hate it at that point. <laughs> no, I love Mexican uh, I'm sorry. Can we, can we, we're all. This is what wanna, happens. We had a sidebar. No, no one second. Here's, a, here's sidebar? the sidebar. The sidebar was Brian going, look how in shape Jen is. Uh, how come you never mentioned how in shape I look? <laughs> 
I'm a guy. I go to the gym. I try to keep it tight for you. Do you? I've seen Huck. He works out. I know stair, he does. Stairmaster. I don't do the stairs. Do you guys work elliptical. out at the same place? I do an elliptical. I do a, no. uh, the treadmill. I do weights. But we did does he do post a, videos we online? We did a comedy to festival sure? together uh, okay. and we worked out. Oh, that's right. At Bridgetown, a bunch of people <laughs> were at the gym. It was kind of, that was actually really uncomfortable to see other people working out that you too know. Too many comics exercising? Many, uh, yeah. Doesn't it make is any awkward. sense, by the and, way. And, comics don't, tor- n- they don't exercise. Right. But you can tell the ones that do, like, there's guys in there lifting and you're like, okay, I get it. You lift weights and if you don't, if you skip a day, you'll feel like a, a slob or whatever. I was doing it, I do it simply to try to not be a fat ass like it's literally like if i didn't work out and i ate and drank the way i did i would look i would look like a giant i'd look like kind of a job of the huck you know i mean? uh <clears throat> i follow uh kevin hart on instagram mm-hmm. and he, he just out. posts he just posts videos himself exercising all the time he guys <laughs> uh, in a ridiculous shape well and i know, get it i follow you know who i follow on instagram and twitter and everywhere if i would i would follow him around in public physically if I could. physically is the rock the Rock. Is, why? He has a Dude, new movie coming out. He's got a million new movies coming out because <laughs> the guy is the Rock. Because he is so for me, he is he's like the like that guy's up at three a.m. working out, is, then yeah. going to shoot scenes in San Andreas. This is like obviously months ago, and he's still working on that movie. And then like going on these press tours, and then always working out, and then always with a shot of tequila in his hand, and always got to find some. And he drinks, uh, uh, or yeah, is he just pretending he, to drink? Because that drink, doesn't sound like he, he could. He drinks like. Uh, you know, he has a couple glasses of tequila, I think. How old is he? I did read that, that he gets up 3 a.m. on days that he has to shoot so he can go work out. How old is he? He's, he's got energy. I don't know what that. But But how do you, where do you find that Probably energy? like 45, like, right? Is he really that old? No, but he's... Yeah, but even if he was, though... Even, I, I would say he's probably a couple I, years I'm older gonna, than I am. I'm, keep talking. I'm going to look gonna, up for the... I'm, yeah, I'm going to find out. Yeah, no, it's it would, it's actually it would be interesting And he's to a know. super nice guy. That, that's, that's the other thing, is the guy finds <laughs> time to just be friendly to everybody while he's like... And I'm talking like pumping. Obviously, look at him. He's the rock. He's a rock. He's Does he still monster. go by the rock? No. He's I mean, 43. He's 43, so he's three years older than I am, and he's been- And he has a kid, and he still has energy? A kid in eighth grade who just graduated eighth grade, which okay, I didn't so. know about until you I saw a picture You know a lot about The Rock. I tell you. Yeah, why do you know so much about The Rock? Because I follow him on Instagram. he follows him on every social media. Yeah, and the guy, I, to me, when I, you know what, I didn't, I've never been like, I don't care about wrestling in the sense that I don't, I'm not- an addict or anything and I don't it's it's fun you're, to watch it's, I get it I understand why people are into it's it it's a subculture that yeah, people, you're either sure. way way into it and right or I'm you know and I'm just not so whatever but when so he was a wrestler and I got it and it's the smell with the rock is cooking and I'm like okay yeah okay whatever <laughs> and then he hosted Saturday Night Live and that was the, the thing that clicked in my head when I was like oh of course he's good at hosting SNL this guy plays a stupid character in life, like he's playing the rock. Like he's not that guy. He's not walking around going, "You smell what I'm cooking." He's not a chef. He's not a dude who like <laughs> cooks a lot. He's not. He's not punching people in the street. He's a regular dude who happens to be a professional wrestler. And they and they go live every week in front of millions of people, and they maintain these characters without breaking. I never so, knew he was a wrestler. You didn't? I thought he was just an actor. No, he's a wrestler. Did yeah, you know he, that Michael Jordan used to play basketball? <laughs> yeah, before he had his Hitler mustache. <laughs> He was a basketball player. He didn't always just wear Hanes. <laughs> You're like, Michael Jordan, yeah, the guy who does the Hanes hats. I never knew <laughs> that about from the, the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, started as, started as a wrestler, then hosted SNL, and people were like, oh, this guy's got chops, because one of the funniest sketches I've, uh, like, he comes on, Chris Parnell is like, 
yeah, I've been trying to quit smoking for like three months, you know. And and his wife's like, yeah, it's it's really it's been difficult. He's like, I tried everything, the patch, the gum, all of it. And then I tried Nick Cottrell. Nick Cottrell works. And The Rock comes on and a shirt that says Nick Cottrell. And he's like, I'm Nick Cottrell. I don't like cigarettes. You smoke? I don't like you. And Chris Parnell's like, it was surprisingly effective. And it was like how he would just beat the living shit out of Chris Parnell. And then he starts hitting on his wife. And the whole thing was just very funny. Other wrestlers came in that, that he had beefs with at the time. And they were on the show. So I'm like, God, okay, wrestling is so fake that these guys are just actors. And then for some reason, it took me, like, I hadn't thought about wrestling at all until that point. And I was like, oh, of course, these guys are all amazing entertainers. It's a show. Yeah. It's, a, show. it's a live show. And it's. Did it make you, know, you want to be a wrestler? No, it made me want to, but, but The Rock makes me want to be a better person. Is that weird? <laughs> yes, like, yeah, that's that. actually pretty weird. I see the way, what you say, I can see that, and you're calling me weird. Like, I, no, I it, he's, 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 a, he's a fine role model. Ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. <laughs> Come on in, Dwayne. Did you just once set your alarm for 3 a.m. and try and wake up and work out? <laughs> Here's the thing. I could do that, but I would have to be in bed by 9 a.m. right after my workout. You know what I mean? I'd have to go to sleep again for, like, hours. Because yeah. I can wake up at 3. I wake up, you know, 6 a.m. every to day to poop. Tingle? Well, tingle. To poop. <laughs> yeah, I always got poops. Is your body that regular? Oh, yeah. You got to Be- change that. Between 6 and... What are you talking about, 9.30? You can cha- yeah, that's a... Well, that's actually disruptive, too, but the... It's better to do it while your girlfriend's still sleeping, I guess. Uh, yeah, I wake up. She's well. We have two bathrooms. Oh, come on! Can't have secrets anymore. You guys live together. No, there are no secrets. The secrets I well, go. To the, if, you, if you guys have separate bathrooms, they're secrets. No secrets. Are you allowed to go in the other room? Or do you guys lock the bathrooms? No, we don't lock the bathroom. <laughs> hey, I can't secrets? get in here. Yeah, uh, I lock. You guys my have bathroom, bathroom keys. Why do you lock? Hey, John, the I need to use your bathroom. Are the bathroom keys hanging it's on like the an end. audition. It just hangs up at the thing. You're like, can I use it? Yeah, it's a, a big hoop. It's like, don't steal this. Why is there a brick connected to this key? <laughs> Who would steal those? Well, I guess they don't steal them. They just forget to bring a them back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're just a big. You must be rich. You have two bathrooms? <laughs> I'm super rich. <laughs> yep. Do you I do, do this... laundry inside your I, place? I do this. No, I don't actually downstairs. <laughs> but I have I have this podcast, so that pays for a lot. Yeah. I can see. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you and know. And your hit record. My hit, my hit record, The Andy Gold Project, <laughs> where I dressed up like a different person. Um, I, I wanted to. What was I? What we were just talking about. Maybe want to talk about some. Oh, the, getting uh, up at three a.m. to work out. Six a.m. to poop. Six a.m. to poop. You said you'd get up, but you'd have to go back to bed. Mm, yeah. Wrestling, SNL. Yeah, no, never Black mind. Pops. But Jen, you exercise all the time. I exercise. I try and do it every day. Are you? Uh, but you're like. But a, I'm kind of addicted. It makes me feel good. Now, when we talk about <laughs> exercising, are you uh, actually? I like to feel good. <laughs> running though, <laughs> running's your big thing. That, yeah, right. I basically just run. I'll lift a few weights, but basically just. But run. if you if you run like run run, that's like a whole body workout. So you're that's good. I can't run more than like ten feet. Like I can really? be on a treadmill. Have you never been a runner? No, oh. never. I, I can get on a treadmill and I can walk and I can do different paces in an hour and I can and I can burn you off do a thousand. Uphill, it's really good. Yeah, and I can do a th- I burn off a thousand calories in like an hour or whatever. Yeah. And that's a lot and I'm sweating. I'm covered in sweat at the end of that. But I can't like go outside on the pavement and then run down the street because I'll do be you like, have to have people <laughs> around you? Uh no, I prefer no people around me. Okay, because some people, the reason why they can't run is they get really bored. Like, they can't go inside their Most heads. Most people say it's boring. They can't get, I, like, I actually, it's, I actually find it very, you know, freeing. Like, if I, just, yeah, if I could do it, I would do it all the time because I don't want to work out with people. I put headphones on. If I could run, I would run probably 20 miles a day just around. But I can't. Let's I'm, work on that. Should I? Should I try to like? But I have bad knees. We'll and start don't by do pushing it if you, you have around. bad knees. It'll kill your knees. Yeah. yeah that, okay, okay. So you have so bad knees already. I, okay. I've had mind. bad knees since I was. If you just walk right. and walk uphill, it's a better workout. Like hiking you. and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good workout. Mm-hmm. It, so. will, it will. It don't crush your knees, John. You still have a future. 
Yeah, as a as a knee model. Thank you, coach. Yeah, thank oh, you. Life coach, coach activity. Yeah, beautiful knees, John. Someday you might want them in magazines. Oh, I got some good news for you, by the way. Oh, knees. Uh, it was just posted that beards are out, so you're back to you can all oh, the people fuck. that have been have been um, thank riding God. on your uh, bandwagon, the beard bandwagon. <laughs> they're gone. They're gonna shave their beards. You're going to start seeing the beards knew, go away. I knew when I saw Kyle Kinane say he was shaving his beard, I was like, oh, good. Maybe everyone's going to follow suit. Beards yeah. are, it's been, it, there was an announcement that beards are going away. Good. I think that's true. Everyone read that poop article and they're terrified. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's going to shit in their beard. Ooh! There was this whole article about how, oh, if you have a beard, there's a bunch of feces in it because you go into it. Yeah. But also, you have hair on your head. All right. That's yeah. disgusting. It's all the same. Here's the deal. And these are the same people that probably leave their fucking toilet seat up when they flush the toilet. I never do that. Toilet seat down, then flush. Then a quick peek to make sure it's not overflowing, and then we're good. I don't wait, wait, the lid or just the seat? The lid, dude. You don't fucking keep you that. You didn't say that. The lid, lid, lid. Lid Why? goes down. Why because do you lid it fuck, down? You flush and your poo and your piss fucking particles go flying up into your bathroom. Like, That's what I've heard. Don't keep your toothbrush too close to your toilet. Don't keep your toothbrush anywhere near your toilet. I keep my toothbrush in the shower. The invisible particles fly into the air. You ever been to somebody's house or apartment <laughs> After, who have, they have little, little like brown, a magician. little brown dots on their ceiling? You ever seen that? <laughs> That's some explosive diarrhea. That's poo After, coming out of their toilet. After it blasts that, that much? Yes. Well, what kind of flow do they have? Good God. Wait, have you ever Turn been? Turn the flow down. Have you ever been in one of those restrooms that it has like it's usually in public bathrooms that has like really hard like like it yes. Yes. yeah that's a, yes. sometimes I jump out of the you way you should just like, ah, you should because no you're cover. just being you're just being yeah you're just shooting that stuff up into your face <laughs> I have a theory about guys with beards that I just made up oh yeah I'd yeah. love to hear it well, you, this might I be think... the shortest podcast we've ever had but continue <laughs> <laughs> why why because I would leave crying. I just saw how the way you said oh really go ahead I think if you go on more than three dates with a guy and he still keeps his beard then he's probably pretty selfish. That's my theory. If you go on three dates minute. with a guy, because that and means he keeps his beard. Because, but what if he always because, had a beard? Continue. Because that means it, he's planning to kiss you or do other things, but he really doesn't give a shit about chafing up your skin. Well, first of all, <laughs> I def- I'm going to listen to the beard defense. That's ridiculous. Now, now some people are bothered your, by your beards. Your girlfriend's skin doesn't get all. Maybe you have really soft beard hair. Or maybe well, they first don't of kiss. All, maybe they yeah. don't kiss. No kissing. We, we're not married yet, Jen. Maybe strictly, they just do forehead bumps. fingering. We, we just finger just and then fingers. and then we spoon. But we don't. We we don't spoon on the inside spoon. <laughs> fingering and spooning, and that's it. Uh, reach around. I right, no. So. Look, I first of all, I, I wash. I maintain my beard. I wash and condition it every day. No, you don't. You put conditioner in your beard? I've never even I, heard of this, but continue. I use a this two is, for one. Yeah, I use a two for one. Uh, it actually is for beards? No, it's oh, okay. fucking hair shampoo. But, oh, okay. but I put it in my beard. I don't beard. know. And you everybody, everybody who touches is always like, oh, wow, you have a really soft beard. Yeah, because I'm not an animal. When you say everybody that touches it. <laughs> everybody. Homeless Everybody's people, girlfriend. nurses, uh, <laughs> where, wherever I go. <laughs> Psychologists. <laughs> There's just hands reaching out as you're walking down the street. Dude, you know how when players from basketball <laughs> yes. run out and everyone yeah. wants to high five them? Yeah. That's why. Are you looking yeah. at this? Are you looking at this? I wasn't, but now I Now am. she is. We all are now. John well, has. Well, this is uh, a podcast shirt. I can sweat it up and no one cares. Well, not, that's not sweat. That's um, you uh, oh, You that's... use a white type of deodorant. No, no, no. Right? That's, that's a crusty sweat that's crust. That's crusty sweat? That's like oh, washing but over is... and over. It's just been oh, grossed okay. out. So you have washed it. Are you wearing your gym clothes? Uh, yeah, I'm wearing my gym uniform because <laughs> I'm going to run uniform? home. I had a gym uniform in high school home. and junior high. I hated gym uniforms. Hated it. Do you have gym uniforms uh, in high school? Yes. I don't. Do they still make you? Do, I don't even know. 
I have no idea. I don't know either. Real quick. Um, Back to the beer. Also, so she hates I keep beards, my mustache beer. off oh, yeah, my upper lip. Oh, yeah, still talking about it. <laughs> I keep my mustache off my upper lip so when we kiss, she's not kissing my hair. Well. Uh, I don't know. I can't really see your upper lip. It looks like it's covered by hair. Uh, I can get my, my dad's in his 80s. And he said, I'm going to call like, my dad right now. Do you like get him open your mouth all the way Yeah, have like you ever this? seen the movie Aliens? Oh, that, that's. <laughs> how they kiss? Let me get this on Periscope. Hold on Where's my phone? God, did, how did that work? Like, we did a Periscope last week with Brady go? Matthews. Well, it was bad because my f- I had my broken phone, so you couldn't really see anything. What do you think but about people, Periscope? You know, it's an interesting concept. I think it's going to be huge, but I'm also bothered by it because I'm like, how long you do we have bothered. to stare at our phones? Another another thing I have to get into that I don't want to. Well, what, like Twitter. I never I, I never looking. conquered the Twitter thing. John's big and John loves. I the, like it. He gets the. I don't. I like the, like we it. talked about it last week. I don't get it. I hate the pressure to put my jokes on there or something. You don't have to do that. You can do whatever you want I, on Twitter. I mean, you, you can put can up your you artwork. Want, but I mean, your hair not funny on Twitter. Then just oh, do well, hairdos. Then. Just do hairdos. Okay. Hairdos. Yeah, anything. She doesn't have to do her comedy on there. Here's she has other interests. Like, like a 140-character description of a hairdo? <laughs> By the way, Jen, if you want to conquer Periscope, I'm, I can tell you right now, even though King it's King of Periscope, form, Brian you Irwin. You should always start with the camera down on your mm-hmm. legs so we don't know if you have clothes on or not. Then you'll get, And then it's just you running. You should just turn it on while you're running. And that's, that's funny it. because Owen Benjamin just did that. Are you serious? And I clicked, Anytime I click on Periscope, I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this person. Yeah. <laughs> He was running through the hills, and I watched for a good three minutes. See, and I was like, I just watched someone. Why someone run? Yeah, I just I just read a four hundred page <laughs> comment thread about the roast battle. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> because I just couldn't stop reading I know. it. I'm, literally, my girlfriend left for work. I'm covered in sweat. I'm sitting on the yourself? edge of a couch, like I'm like going through this, like I should be taking a shower, and I'm like. Why do I keep reading this? Yeah, why? Why did you? I saw, it, I saw it there. I saw there was a battle, a fight, a battle there, within oh, a battle. There's a beef, with the ba- then, there's a beef over on. the battle. Then I realized it has no impact on my life whatsoever. Time to move on. I well, know. Here's the deal. You were listed as public enemy number one. Oh. <laughs> For no reason. Draw some more listeners to the show. Um, so anyway, so you don't, so just so we're clear, you don't like beards. No. Or, you just, or is that that's just, that's just you just joshing around? <laughs> I was just trying to write jokes. And so, that, what is your take on beards? And that was something you I came up with. Or do not. You, you guys are never getting together, so you're not going to offend well, him. Well, obviously, so. I don't prefer if I said I think someone's selfish for keeping their okay. beard. But would you? It's been a really, really, really long time since I kissed someone with facial hair. But I just remember it would get like all red and scratchy. So your ideal man shaves every day. Yes. Okay. No, he doesn't have to shave every day. He can have a little stubble. He can but look... stubble's worse. Stubble is basically... Yeah, stubble will cut your cheeks off yeah. if you fucking yeah. try to Well, no, I'm talking like a day or two of stubble. That's max. That's the worst. You that's, like a... that's where it's angry. You like a little... I, can't, Don I can't win. No, I mean, have you ever sh- touched your armpits on day or two? <laughs> right? You have angry armpits, right? <laughs> they're sweaty. I don't know well, about angry. <laughs> no, they're stubble. You get stubble on your armpits, right? Mm, no? A little. Oh. I, I'm sorry. Not Are like we going you. too deep on you? I didn't go down lower. Okay, well, hey... Are we going too deep on you? You're I going didn't way go down. too deep. Sorry. <laughs> oh, pull it out. And how do you know I'll never hook up with John Huck? Huh? Well, well, right. No, he, we'll, we're never going to get together now. If we haven't gotten together yet, we probably aren't going to get we together. We might do Bridgetown when his... we're 60, and maybe I... it'll be totally different. <laughs> <laughs> I still won't be able to get back into that Wait a thing. minute. Are you saying that you would replace me in the duo? <laughs> in the and duo? And we would have we would have a Wikipedia debate or a, a riff? Right, we used to be a duo, oh, and then yes. she's a duo years later. So when they listen to Wikipedia, would talk about. But I think our she means we go to Bridgetown duo. and just fool around, or something. But you guys would be going together as a duo. No, we would point. go do our separate acts. You would be drawn together by your creativity, okay. and then it would lead into. I, I think you're making up a behind the music that lost. doesn't okay. exist. <laughs> great television show. <laughs> great. This is a great television show. Well, um, uh, 
I, there's a, a, a couple things I wanted to uh, um, ask Jen. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but I also wanted to com- I wanted to kind of say this because I feel like it's something we should talk about. All right. uh, like a, a couple weeks ago, have you heard of t- uh, comedy today or today's comedy? No. Um, uh, yes. Go ahead. Can, right. Can yeah. So um, Brian, it, it's it's a guy George. It's a great. He's a great guy. He does the. You know. He basically. Is trying to get as much comedy out in the world as he can get. So he's got he puts it out on this AM. He's station. someone who cares about stand up. Yeah, he gives a shit. He gives a shit. So <clears throat> I've met him a few times at Bridgetown, I think, maybe once, and then somewhere else. And then I saw him in Texas when I was there for South by Southwest. And he was like, Hey, it's been a long time. Give me a call. And he runs this thing. And what he likes is to get comics to do little little interstitial, okay, hey, you know, oh my friend Brian, he's a real idiot, man. Brian, da, 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 da. let's listen to some comedy from Brian Irwin. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So that they play that from other <laughs> comics before going into a comic. So he gives me this list of comedians and he's like, hey, anybody on this list that you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know a lot of these people. And he's like, well, if you want to tell a little story about them, I'm like, great. So I tell, uh, he goes, let's, we do it together to kind of promote the show and everything. And Brian Scalero's on the list. So I'm like, all right, tell the story about the time Scalero picked me up for the airport and he was pissed off and yelling and angry and chain smoking as I sat there. And I forgot this part. I was just eating carrots the whole time, (laughs) which I think annoyed him even further. Like, what are you doing? And it was just a funny ride. So I told that story. I get a text from him this morning at 6 a.m. He's in New York. I get a text from him. Hey, man, uh, this guy I know was driving around, heard somebody on the radio call me the angriest man they'd ever met <gasps> about something to do about a ride to the airport. Is this you? Oh, no. So I get up and I'm like, I write back. I'm like, yeah, that was me. But it was about the time you gave me the ride to the airport. It was just a funny story about how pissed off you were. He calls me. He's uh, like, uh-huh. and, and he's not mad or anything. Oh, okay. But he lost 22 people off his fan page and he was getting comments from people, I can't support an angry comedian. <gasps> I won't support an angry what person. What does it matter Seriously? with people? Well, that's what I said. I go, what kind of fucking uptight queefs are listening to a friend talk about another friend, both of whom are comedians and bound to bust balls, and then going, oh, John Huck just said, but first of all, who am I? Nobody. You don't know me. You're listening to me on the radio, and you're like, gonna, you're going to take what this fucking idiot is saying and be like, oh, okay, yeah, Brian Scalero is an angry man. So he was like, uh, dude, I go, bro, this is not what I was trying to do. I was literally trying to tell a funny story, and it got, this has gone, this has gone, it's gone oh, out of hand. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks, because now I am going to go, and after this, I want to record another thing to email to George, because I called him, and I was like, dude. About the time, I got re- gave you a massage, and it was just so, <laughs> the softest hands. Yeah, he has the most gentle fingers. He's the horniest lover I've ever taken. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to do. It's a soft beard. I I want to be like... He saved seven puppies during the massage. Like, I don't even know what to say except for like, I'm embarrassed that I have to re-record this because some of you fucking assholes don't understand the difference of two people giving each other shit. Wait, you asked him to remove it? No, I didn't ask him to remove it. I said, I'm going to send you something else to play in its place. Wow. That's silliness. Dude, I don't know what else to do. I mean, I'm... I want names. Well, but that the whole thing for me is like, and, and he's, you know... People are like he can't be angry. It's like he's like I gotta I can't be even an angry. if he was. Who cares? That's what I said. I go, dude. This is not like. First of all, he so goes, these people were like they've never been angry in their lives. That's what I was like, and also it was about giving a someone a ride to the airport. Have you yeah. ever been like, yes, tomorrow I get to give <laughs> someone a ride to the airport? I don't give a fuck who it is. You're always annoyed by it. That's it's pretty always. nice that Brian didn't get pissed though. 
But what is there to get pissed at? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, if he's getting comments. And- I mean, here's the deal. What's he going to get mad because I brought him up on the air? Okay, then I'll never talk about other comedians again that I think are funny. Because anything could always go wrong. Everything could be misunderstood. But, but that, there's, therein lies the problem is people are just fucking waiting in the bushes to get offended by shit. Yeah. Oh, what, oh, oh, he's angry. Oh, let's get him. He's angry. I can't support an angry comedian. All comedians are angry. I don't give a fuck what they act like on stage. They're comedians because fucking life wasn't working out. <laughs> Jesus. And that's not true. Life is working out. We all like telling jokes. Everybody calm the <laughs> fuck down. Brian and I were just quiet. I don't need a fucking... Yeah, I know. You guys aren't angry. I'm just saying... No, you have, this in, is a, no, this I, general, one of those bummer I moments for you. I agree with you. In general, like, people can be... They, everybody has bad days. Everybody honks their horn, gives the finger to a couple people every once in a while. Everybody. My mom. Everybody. So I did that once to someone who cut me off and I honked at him as they were going past. They're like, I only have one arm. And they held up the fact that they were missing a hand or whatever. And I'm like, I never honk at anybody. I'll never honk anybody again. <laughs> they held up their one Yes. <laughs> so it was hard for them to turn because yeah. they couldn't use two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you? Should you be driving with one arm? I don't know what the laws are. All That's I know dangerous. is I was an asshole because that person couldn't turn fast enough because they only had fucking one arm. You're like a real life George Costanza, dude. That is a terrible. You're like, go. Were your kids in the car? No, no, no. This is a long time. Oh, ago. okay. You were just come yeah. on, move it, fucker. And he's yeah. like, hey, how you doing? Got a stump here. <laughs> Just got a stump. Can't turn can't. the wheel as good as you. Only got a stump. I can't believe he held up his stump. I love it. I would have I would have fucking waved that thing out the window like, now what, dickhead? <laughs> oh my God. That was like there's there's a Seinfeld where he's that guy just gave me the finger, chases this dude down. Oh yeah. Guy gets out, he's middle? got a cast on his arm. <laughs> his middle fingers up in the air, and he's like, Hey, is that the guy? It was, it was... <coughs> and we all have our moments. Oh my god, that's really funny though. Oh, well. That's hilarious. Wasn't funny at the time. I felt humiliated, horrible. Well, you just felt like a bad person. But I mean, yeah. look, I, I think twice about honking now. I want to make sure that I kind of size the situation up. Well, also out here, you also don't want to get die. I was going to say out here, you also don't want someone. To, I, my buddy took the video Hollywood and Highland the other day, posted it on Facebook, and it made the news. It was two guys arguing over a lane, trying to get into a lane, and this one dude just gets out. They both get out of their car, and this dude's oh, one shit. dude's in shorts and a t-shirt, and he's like. Hey, bro, and before he can get the bro out, this dude in a tie and slacks punches him to the ground where he almost gets run over by a van and then just continues to punch the shit out of just him. Just over a lane? I don't know what it was. I mean, they, well, he said, no, in the he end, it had were, to be way more than he that. He said but. they were arguing behind him and then they got around him and they were going back and forth for like a while. And then, but even still, there's there's deeper rooted issues, you know, yeah. for anybody who would get out of a car and beat somebody over anything road rage. Uh, yeah, related. I mean, you're either having the worst day, and it's like, or you're I'm a comedian. Done, I'm done Are you taking, taking someone oh, to the yeah. airport? <laughs> <laughs> it was. I should post that video and be like, this is this is Brian Scalero giving me a ride to the airport. <laughs> it's just, and that's me getting beaten senseless. Brian kept he repeatedly punched me to the ground. <laughs> How many listeners will you lose? Or fans will you lose now? Dry guy. <laughs> oh, maybe I should post that on this thing and yeah. be like, I, because I don't know what else to do except you know, make you fun should of post it. back, guys. I just want to clarify. I feel really bad at what happened. Uh, this is actually the this video. The video so that it's very clear as to what I was trying to say happened. So there's no more misunderstanding. I wonder, I, you know what? I'll get, I'll tell him I'm going to do it, and if he doesn't like it, I won't. Yeah. I won't put it out. But I think that would be really funny. Like, Can you guys, superimpose your face, like a little head on? You know, if I if I if I had those <laughs> skills, Jen, my 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 flyers for comedy shows would be a lot better. <laughs> I don't I don't have those skills. I remember the first couple flyers I ever sent out with clip art 
when you could use clip art, it was like a magician pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Like there was just some terrible flyers. I still don't know how to make a flyer, so you're ahead. But of you me. don't need to. You just go. Guess what, guys? I'm going to be here. Bam! And everyone shows up. Why do you need to make yeah, a flyer? Right. Everyone showed up in Hollywood for you. Why do you need not true? Oh, I don't know. Just if I do my own show. But you're doing well. Let, actually, yeah. let's focus on yes, Jennifer. Yes, let's try to. Let, I'm sorry. 31 minutes in, we should at least. Uh, <coughs> and our guest. I'm doing okay. <laughs> okay, back to us. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay, She's guys. A- Move on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about myself. I don't uh, know why you never had your own podcast. Jen and I used to do the in bag show for uh, a couple years, right? A long time. And I always said to her, "What? Where's your podcast? Where, you know, I get it. I, there's a million podcasts out there. I get that, but I know that yours would be awesome if you did one. I don't know why you won't do one. I think uh, d- to me, I'm scarred in podcasts. No, oh, are you? What, I was going to say mean? you strike. What me does as, that mean? I was going to say you're just a little bit more old school, real comedian. I know, but that's what make her show so interesting. I know. I understand that. And and there are old school guys that have shows out. I just feel like even if like you say you don't like Twitter. You, you know, all you do on Facebook is post where you're going to be going up. Wait, that sounds yeah. like an insult. Is this because no, of the beard thing? No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't like fucking beards? No. No, but I just mean like, but at the same time, you focus on the important shit, which is being funny and working on your set and making your jokes better. Yeah, you and, are very focused on oh, well, what you do. You. Do you know what I mean? So like every time I see you, it's, it's better and better. And even if I see, I'm, and I mean that, like every time I see, within course of like a week, you're even better. So it's like you're, oh, you're, sweet. you're, you're, you're focusing on the shit that so many other comics ignore you know like oh I'm, I'm on all these social medias and i post as much as i can yeah, and but look how funny i am and my, those are the people that get noticed because they yeah but that's what i'm saying like you almost have to focus on all that stuff because that's how people are getting jobs but well, jenna, yeah but jen people I, get writing jobs that's, off twitter how many or? how many twitter follows you have that's the question that people ask in I interviews know. now it's like but you can't get also this a lot writing of work packet. off that but you are doing YouTube? way better in in uh in in live performances as that's as far true. as the draw you're you're starting to build something and there's the, just because just because Twitter exists, just because social networking exists, doesn't mean you can't do it the way you're doing it, which is just being really good at what you do and constantly working very hard. And you've been, you've talked about this for years, and so I know where it started with you, and I know where it's going, and it's going there. It may not be going as fast as you want it to, but the point is, it actually you have moved forward. You know, oh for sure. I'm- and listen, if you sucked. The only way you could move forward is if you're really good at social networking. That's the only thing that I found out of the entertainment because business. Because people like that are failing upward. Well, they're struggling because the the, atta- the, the, the the industry attacks on the people that get a massive amount of followers, but can they actually yeah. turn that into anything? Therein lies the, the crossover problem they're having because well, they can't develop it into anything else. So then it- and they've learned from past mistakes, which is like, oh, this guy's got a million Twitter followers. Let's give him a show. Yeah. Let's have him write a book. And people are like... This sucks. Like, what do I want to look at this for? His comedy's not even funny. It's like, then people are like, yeah, we're booking this guy on comedy shows because he's good on Twitter. That's not... It's, but and live sometimes performance it, is so different. That's what I'm right? saying. It doesn't, you know. it doesn't yeah. translate a lot of the time. Like, you can be funny as shit on Twitter. You go up on stage and you could really be one of the worst comics I've ever seen. It's like, there's... It's, no, I think it works both ways. That's why I don't like to write on Twitter because I feel like my performance tells a joke way better than just the words... Right. You know what I mean? If I yeah, no, you're visual. You're I always think it's visual. not very funny. But even if you have like a fun, like to me, it's almost just funny observations, stuff that might not even be a joke. But like right now, and this is not funny, but, um, <laughs> and I don't know if you're into this or not, but I just started watching Game of Thrones. No, God. <laughs> no, I have never watched it. Okay. Then. Sorry. Don't mock it. 
because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were kidding because no. everyone talks about Game of Thrones. Oh my god! I but I but that's what I was. I blew it off for so many. I'm like, oh, uh, dragons and fantasy and knights, and it's all horseshit. Wait, wait, that's care. Gaze of Thrones. <clears throat> that's a different show, different network. Job. Gaze of Thrones. <laughs> Gaze on Thrones. Gaze on Thrones. <laughs> On Bravo. I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, now that is a show I could get into. And it's just really, it's just uh, gay guys redecorating chairs. <laughs> guys, we're going to reupholster this thing. Like, all right, fine. Gays someone on gets killed. Or else, they're, or else they're like sculpting toilets or something. I heard there's a lot of sex in gay. But you make sure you there close is. the lid when they flush those toilets. Dude. Close you know the where lids, they otherwise it gets in your beards, and then it makes it on the internet, and then everyone's shaving their beards. It's yeah. so gross. And then Jen will never kiss you. Beard, beard, I mean Jen, Bring kiss it all my beard. back. <laughs> beard, kiss my Jen. Jen Murphy, you are a Southern California native. Yes, I am. I am yeah. from Arcadia, California. Uh, and that Arcadia, is, so would you classify yourself as from. a, wait, it is? Where the Beach Boys aren't from. So is that, uh, aren't from is nice. <laughs> Home of Santa, I need a racetrack. Oh, okay, okay. So you're a little bit east of uh, Los Angeles. Yes. Is where you grew up. Yes. That's not considered the valley, correct? San Gabriel Valley. Different valley. Different valley, Different though. Valley. Not the valley that not uh, San Fernando. Hollywood has always no. talked about. Hollywood has Hollywood. always talked about. Hollywood. Not the Nick Wood. Cage Valley. Next Valley over. Next Valley now, what, what Now, is has this? Hollywood ever really delved deep into the world of San Gabriel Valley? I don't think so. No? Maybe this is your bank That's the podcast. <laughs> Happenings in, the, in San Gabriel in the, Valley with yeah, Jim Murphy. Yep. Yeah, second Valley. And she shitty. just reads like Alderman's Minutes from a meeting, <laughs> like a town from meeting. From 87. They're going to re, 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 refinish the gym floor of the high school. <laughs> so that it's, so you grew up in the Valley, and um, did you feel detached from what was going on uh, 15, 20 miles from you in the uh, in the, you in the system. Care? I mean, Did you yeah, care. Yeah, San Gabriel really. Valley. I've been out there. It seems very. It, there's. It's not an industry place at all, right? Oh, I mean, no, it's no. very, very detached. Not correct. At all. So, did you ha- grow up normal? Uh, I or think were you I aware? Grew up normal. Besides the scoliosis. Oh, you had scoliosis. I had to wear a back brace for scoliosis. For how long? Listen. She's now she's sitting up straight. All of a sudden, she remembered. And a oh. lift in my shoe. My, no, what do you mean the lift? What does I that mean? Really, Did you have a, like you have a, a club? You have a club? You have a club my, shoe? No, no, one. I had one one foot is one leg is shorter than the other. Still, or it worked itself. Well, out? I don't think it grew, but you can't tell. Do you not? You still wear a lift? No. Well, then it must should. something changed. Oh, okay. I should because then I would get more sympathy, and I'd probably get on America's Got Talent or something. <laughs> there she is. She's lived with this <laughs> lift in her shoe since no, she was she would twelve. Have to, she would have to get out there and then take that shoe <laughs> off to let everyone know. No, I would have to wear the back brace on. Oh, okay. I just want to sing for you guys. <laughs> Um, and at oh, first we all laugh and I never, lock. I never thought about Hollywood when I was a kid. But as soon as I got my driver's license, my friends and I used to drive to Hollywood. So it was. Oh, so it was. Bur- it was. So it, it was exciting. It, it was. It was underneath the surface. You knew it was, was exciting. Was what? What did you? Uh, now that you're a comedian, looking back, what were your? What did you think was funny as a kid? Eddie Murphy. Okay. <laughs> So oh, you, you mean just what I think in funny and well, life? just like when you said you like didn't think parents? about when you didn't think ho- about Hollywood at all, like you weren't thinking like <laughs> I want to be an entertainer. You weren't thinking like that, or were but you? There must have been things in high school that kind of you were like, oh, I love you. I mean, you've liked comedy no, for a long time. I always wanted to be a performer ever since I was little, but I never thought of it. Um, it wasn't until I was like seventeen or eighteen that I thought of Hollywood performer. I just always when I was young, I always wanted to like be a dancer. Okay. Or I always want for a while I wanted to be a ballerina. Then I wanted to be in the circus. Ah. <laughs> Are there videotapes of you doing all these things? Yes, at of home? course. I just always wanted On to perform. Carpeting? But then it was—I never thought like I want like I wasn't at ten years old like I want to be a movie star. Right. Okay. Then yeah. when I was like seventeen, I started doing extra work. I, I did extra work at a pretty cool time to do extra work. Is that how you actually Friends? Oh, you were on Seinfeld. 
Wow. The original Beverly Hills 90210. Do you what? Have, do you have video of yourself? It was yourself? a really awesome time to be You an need extra. a, a reel free, of just you your background work. Do you have the freeze frame shots of you in There's the background? There's one in Seinfeld where you can see me clearly. Do you have it? No. I think my mom has I don't your know. Your mom keeps it. Just an extra. What? But you're on to that's Those are. I was like 10 pounds heavier with like perm hair. I was like. Perm? What kind of hair? Permed. I got a perm. No, but like what? Like was it like a poof or like, like was it still curls. long hair? Tight curls. Like so, like a ball, like oh, a yeah. Q-tip type. Why did you yeah. do that? Oh, I got to see that. That's that like was... so. Like Annie. everyone got perms when did Madonna was. Did you look like was... Annie? Yeah. <laughs> With like that kind. I still want a perm now. Really? Nobody will give it to me. They say it's bad for your hair. Really? Yeah. Like hair places? Like we're not going to do that's like <laughs> they will not. It's an it's a bad it's word. Like Richard Pryor's Coke dealers not selling him any more Coke. Like, you're like, gonna that's reg- enough. You're going to regret that. <laughs> Britney when, Spears, they wouldn't shave her head. So you did you did background work. That's I how did. you got into the, that's how you broke into the business, if you will. I still always just wanted to do theater though. I was doing a lot of live theater. But you realized pretty quick though, background work, they don't they just want you to do what you, you need to do and just stay out of their way and keep your mouth shut, right? Like there was no theater involved in background work whatsoever. Oh yeah, no, you're just yeah, you're like cattle. Yeah, yeah. and you're just making a couple bucks and being and on, so it was more just about just getting shows. a show, being around it, seeing what they do. Did you actually pay attention to what they do or did you just kind of keep your head down and no, I paid attention. Yeah. Yeah. And when did you start doing stand-up? Because I, I see you kind of how you see The Rock as not a wrestler. I see you not as an extra, but only <laughs> oh, as a stand-up because yeah. I've only ever seen you. Well, I didn't do stand-up until I was 30. Oh, really? So what? So After between 17 and 30. Work. So you did extra work for 13 years. No, no. I did it for like two. Okay. I moved to New York because I wanted to do live theater. Like okay. Broadway. Okay. Oh, okay. With your Annie haircut, so you you, you, <laughs> you still, still permed? Still permed? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Grew out. I did theater there, but just like off off Broadway. Okay. Oh, you did. Okay. And then I started doing uh, um, Second City, like sketch and improv and stuff. And then that's how I in started New York? doing stand up. Yes. Yeah. How long were you in New York for? Nine years. Nine years. So when did you move back to Los Angeles? In two thousand and five. Oh, okay. So th- not that long ago. No, but I must have met you like a year after that. Yeah, you're the one of the first people I ever met. Yeah, because for some reason I had thought when I met you that you'd been around for a long time. You did stand up in New York? Probably no. a year before I met you, yeah. So no stand up in New York? No, I did. The first time I ever did stand up was in New York, but I didn't do it very much. It wasn't until I moved here that I started going like open mics every day. You know what I mean? So your main focus was acting and, and doing sketch and stuff like that in New York. Yes. And did you enjoy that? Yes. What got you out of it? But I didn't. The reason I got into stand up because I was taking acting classes and I always thought I'd be really good at drama because I used to be so depressed all the time. <laughs> so I was like, I'm a really good crier. <laughs> but then my act- in three, my- two. <laughs> well, my acting teachers kept telling me to stand to do a comedy. Why? Uh, now, that's an interesting thing for them to say. I would try and do dramatic scenes, and they said they, they would start laughing. One teacher actually got <laughs> mad at me, and he was like, you're what? not taking this seriously. I was like, no, I am. I don't know what's coming across. But I think also in my head, I never could take it seriously. I wasn't very good at Okay, you, you couldn't find that place. Well, you know when you're in an acting class, and you're trying to be so dramatic, but in my head, I was always just thinking, like, this is ridiculous. I'm just standing in front of, like, I'm, yeah. I'm acting. <laughs> Everyone's sitting Indians down on the carpet, and I'm like, eh, I want to do my scene. <laughs> <clears throat> so it was my stand-up teacher was good friends with Colin Quinn, <clears throat> and he was like, I'm going to bring Colin in here just because they're friends. Colin's not a stand-up teacher, but he's like, I'm going to bring him in here to teach like a three-week little like seminar, and he's like, you have to do it. And I'm like, I'm not doing stand-up. I was terrified. But then once somebody dares me, I was like, all right, I got to do it. So, you, you did, so did you do a Colin so Quinn stand-up I would have never become a stand-up if it wasn't for that. Wow. So, you, so, that, so Colin Quinn taught stand-up to you? Yeah, he came in, okay. and there was like five of us in the class that wanted to do it. 
Just five people. That's actually not bad. It's better than just a smaller group. Yeah, of people. it's better than an yeah. auditorium filled with idiots. Yeah, he, he did it to be nice because he's friends with the guy. I'm right. Not, I'm not. I don't want to say he's a teacher because some people don't like. Right, but, no, he, but he, he did it as a favor to this he, guy. I don't want him to get pissed when he so listens to this show. podcast. <laughs> yeah, when Colin, yeah. well, like, guys, Colin Quinn does but listen, ultimately, I think I think if you're going to do that, hopefully, what he did was share experience and just basically be like, listen, if you're going to do this, is like basically here's an ex- <clears throat> this yeah, is how you experience. He didn't it. try and teach us. He basically said, okay, go home and write two minutes and. Come back and perform it, and then he'll he would like you know yeah just talk to us about stand up yeah. not and, really did and you help you understand why your two minutes was good or bad or what direction yeah it I mean I was pretty go. great my first two minutes really pretty great I'm just kidding. oh well it was, that's because some people get that beginners like where they're I, like I still oh, do yeah, those jokes I'm a, I'm a genius do you really I still do those yeah jokes. can you imagine if she's like still does her first two minutes no but it was interesting because then the first time I ever did stand up I thought it was amazing. Let me ask you a question. Like Do you remember you... any of your two minutes? Yes. Well, okay, what Santa stuff did you talk about? When you sat down the first time, you're like, oh, I'm going to try Santa. Any of it about pooping? I remember one of the first, uh, okay. very first jokes I Will wrote. you do it? Yeah. Okay. I said I was walking down the street, and <laughs> this lady had two dogs, and she kept yelling at them. And she was like, star, buck, star. I forget what the joke was. Something like <laughs> the dog's Her dog's name star was Starbucks. <laughs> So that's a- I can't remember the end punchline. I just remember that Starbucks. You had some great premises back then, Jen. <laughs> great premises. She was known as the setup king. Queen. I'll tell you what, though. One of my first jokes I I did do for many years, you guys might have heard. I think I did on Last Comic Standing, too. Okay. One of them did last. Okay. It was the one where I said, I just recently turned 30. Oh, wait. I'm single. Oh, dating at 30 is like shopping the Rite Aid day after Easter. 50% off candy sale where all this left of the yellow marshmallow peeps. Yes, I do remember that and joke. And I'm like, yes. where's the Snickers? Or just something with a nut. <laughs> you, I, so that, but that was one of your first jokes you ever wrote? Yes. So you actually had it in you then. Yeah, I mean, you right? you were probably a funny kid or probably funny as a but, person before any of that. But here's right? the unique thing about it. I don't know. I guess so. But, I was never like class clown, but I always like to laugh. But here's the, the, and I don't, maybe you don't see this insight, but what I, what I get out of that story <laughs> is that most people like go home and write a joke. You're like, I don't write a joke about a laptop and yeah, about right. this wall. Mm-hmm. Like there's no personal connection. You, it seems like you immediately went it to your life. It was always personal, yeah. Always had a personal connection, which is very hard because a lot of people don't find their voice for years. They just tell jokes, get the joke muscle going, and then find something personal to talk about. You were from the get-go. And there are there are a lot of comics who do nothing personal, right? Like, which is fine. That's yeah, a style. Right. That's a style. But you'll never know anything about them. Like after watching you, I feel like a lot of the jokes are um, somewhere is a piece of Jen in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't feel like you're you're exactly your act, but I feel like there's you talk about stuff. Come, it comes from a place of you know what you really feel, how how things really yeah. affected you. When you do comedy, how vulnerable do you try to make yourself? Just out of curiosity, like where's where's your line in the sand, or do you try to? Are you trying to? I don't really. I would say anything actually. I like. I think the more vulnerable, the better. That's what. That's what reason, people like about you is how like it feels you being so honest and. The only reason I hold back sometimes is if there's been a couple times when I've said something very honest that makes the crowd feel bad for me. And then they'll be like, oh. Yeah. So that's the only time I have to hold back is like. If it's going to make them. I have a face that would make people feel sad. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. Because if, uh, let's say like someone like uh, like Roseanne Barr or something. I think she can get away with saying some things because she looks tougher. 
Gotcha. And I think I sometimes make people sad. But was there was there a joke that you're like, I really like this joke, and you know that it's coming from a vulnerable place, and you got the awe, but you're like, no, no, fuck that. I'm still going to try to make, I'm going to find a way to get the awes out of there because I know that there's something there, or do you just, do you back off? No, no, I'll try and rearrange it. And is there something that you've, you're happy that you you stayed with it, and it's it's something that you're really... Yeah, Stoked like I made it? a joke about crying and stuff, and at first people feel bad, but yeah, then I turned it around and made it funny. You remember when we did the show, and this is why I know you have that. So we did we did a show at the Improv, and I remember how bad we felt for one of the comedians that had gone up earlier because they had brought up the c word, not the one that people bring up in anger women, not but the cunt, other one that makes people cancer. sad. Cancer, remember? Oh, and and you and I were kind of just sitting back there, and and he just never really he brought it up, but he didn't know how to. It's hard when you say I had cancer. <clears throat> yeah, and then you have to fight. Uh, well, you I know, because John, you talk about it. So you have to, you have to be able to be strong enough to follow that. And it was, it just seemed it, it, it feel. I, we talked to kind of it. It hung over his the rest of his set. Like he, the audience never really bit. got away from that. Yeah. And it wasn't until Jen went up. I said he's going to get later, cancer again. and then and the crowd is like, "Thank you for releasing the energy of the room and yeah. letting us let." Yeah. Like it was weird that she knew how to let go. You you, and, you gave the audience coming, permission. I can't believe I said that though, because I, I rarely take that chance to say things that but might you, offend. But you, your muscle was good enough, and you knew that you could say something that would let. That they had to release that. They were still holding on to something that he had given them. They wanted to let go, and it you're like, "I'll take care of this." But you just that's again that just that shows. Tough... But that could have gone either way. I know that's like, why people could have gone. Hey, that's why I was surprised I did it because I, I get nervous to say things where people <laughs> might be like, "What a bitch." <laughs> no, but there are like I. I I you know I I talked about cancer for a long time in my set and I always I started it with like you know I still talk actually I still mention it when I do this Cubs joke I have now but I I, I meant I used to say stuff like well you know uh, I had cancer and then it would get quiet and go oh okay before it turns into a fucking PTA meeting in here <laughs> let me just explain I had testicular cancer and balls are hilarious. <laughs> And still, only like six people be like, ha, 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 ha. you're still scaring the shit out of them. Yeah, exactly. It's not I, about you. <clears throat> you're scaring the shit out of them, right? That's right. how they're just reacting. The idea yeah. cancer can hit anybody, even this fucking moron. We just paid five bucks to come in and watch. You know what I mean? It's well, like his was a little tougher too. Yeah, you make more light. The reason his was tougher is because it looked very fresh on his face. You know what I mean? Like he still looked like he just had it. The way, like the, the way he said the joke looked like I just could. Oh, I thought you meant like his face was wrong. No, I mean You're his saying, emotion. The emotion on yes, his face. Yes, it's it's new to him. And it was, he was like, I had brain ca- like the most ser- one of the most yes. serious. Not to not, discount. No, your, no, but- no. But mine is a ninety-eight percent so, curability rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think like, it was harder for him to get over because it, it was so serious. Like, yeah. And I applaud him for trying to go down that path. It and was just he, that he, he was new stop, enough. And no, he shouldn't no. stop going down that no, path. No, but the it's difference just... between where you're at in your career and where he is at was that he <laughs> is has not he was not prepared for a reaction from an audience that you have to dig yourself out of that hole. And you talk about it, there are certain things that if you bring them up on stage, you have to be prepared for the awes. Yeah. And the, I don't know about that, buddy. You have to know what do I have left in the tank in order to get plow through that and yeah. survive it. You can you can give you can get them to that place, but then you have to make them also at the end be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> woo, good. And thing we're tough. laughing about it now. I kind of like when that happens sometimes because then it's like a challenge. Like you said, can do you try and change the joke to make them not all? I think it's a good challenge to try and then figure out how to change it because I'm like, I really want this to work. No, you're, and, and, but stay. It's it, there's a there's a fine line between going for the laugh and going for who you want to be seen as. You know, we you and I have talked about this a lot about there's the persona and how they remember you when you get off stage. A lot of people can't remember jokes. 
but you want them to remember you who you are as a performer and what you were all about and what the message was and 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 that and that I think that's the hardest thing I think to accomplish you know anybody can tell a funny joke on stage if you've done comedy long enough but it's like will they remember you after the show if seven other comics went up you yeah, know yeah. what are you doing that's making yourself stand out you know yeah. and i feel like I mean, I don't know how, I mean, what's your process of trying to, like, how do you go about, what does stand-up mean to you as far as that goes? Does that kind of stuff still matter to you, or you're just like, that's fine, I'm just, I just want to make people laugh, I don't, and that's the only thing. No, I mean, I like to be able to tell real stuff, and uh, it's not just the joke. It's, the thing that's hard right now is, I'm not as depressed as I was when I started stand-up, and I feel like I can't write jokes. No, don't let... I'm you, struggling. You gotta, right, okay. Somebody might, sounds like they're in love. No. Uh, I'm struggling love really Love wrecks hard. everything. Is that the deal? Are you in love? Well, it's part... It's not, that, it's not that I'm so in love, but I do have a boyfriend. I'm, See? I'm trying to write jokes about relationships, and I... And your relationship is good. I can't. So you're like fi- trying to find... I've written like <clears throat> one that works, but it's like I'm just struggling. But but don't don't struggle against it right now. Just be in write your life. Stuff, just maybe. be in your life. And that <laughs> write about sh- how you could wreck it. And that shit will come. <laughs> yeah, or, or write about things you've done in the past to wreck it and you're waiting for this stuff to pop up. Well, but- no, that she, that's, a, that's a fine line. You don't want to actually physically wreck her no, relationship. I don't, you know no, what no, I've, of course not. But The only thing I've been able to do so far, because the first couple of times, I, you know, if I do a 10-minute set, it doesn't matter. But when I'm featuring, it's like, I want to incorporate that relationship stuff too, but it's just weird. So now I talk about the relationship as if it's over because then I can add in the rest of my single stuff. There you go. <laughs> That's all I've been able to do so far. So it's, until I can make it work, I just keep... Uh, so you, but you, but that'll, that'll, it'll, it'll come because like I, I thought the same thing. I remember when I stopped drinking a lot before I went on stage, I'm like, well, if I'm not drunk up there, people aren't going to think I'm funny. I'm just going to be... And then I realized that not only am I funnier when yeah, I'm not drunk, yeah. I, everything's more on point and the audience has a better time. So I was like, oh, so I started... When, that was when I started taking it more seriously back in the day. And then there were still times when I was like, you know, I, I don't know. I, what, what were you just talking about? Ready material? Come, come, come. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Uh, no. But so then I get in a relationship and I'm actually happy and I, I can see I can see my happiness bothering people that were close to me at the time who I like don't even oh, really, really talk to anymore. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, if it's bothering them, how the fuck's it going to come across on stage if I don't if I'm not complaining about how shitty my life is? So then out of that because my girlfriend has a great sense of humor and the stuff that goes on with us moving in together and all that stuff, yeah. it becomes material because yeah. it's ridiculous. Like like the compromise thing. Like it's all about compromise. Like even to the artwork you hang on a wall in an apartment. If you're in a relationship, it's all a compromise. Like we've com- me and my girlfriend compromised. Her stuff is gonna hang in the living room, the dining room, the hallway, the kitchen, the bathroom. Yeah. And like maybe, the whole place. maybe a little bit outside. And then my stuff will be like, you know, in a garbage can out, <laughs> out by the road. You know what I mean? So just like you start talking about things like happened and these are the times when i wish i was one of those comics we were talking about before who don't write anything personal you know like a dave attell where you're just like just joke 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 yeah he's but he's a machine and that's his thing like he can make i almost feel like yeah that i only write if i really feel but don't you get more out of i do i'm just saying like you know sometimes you know you always admire different people did you learn not like a joke writer like that like did even though you choose you chose to not move on like from doing like off broadway and second city do you feel like all that stuff actually helped you oh sure yeah because i think right when i started stand-up i already had a performance level yeah you were you'd been in front of people yeah because some people start they've never been in front of a microphone or been on a stage (laughs) i'm sure that makes the process a little do you miss new york yes do you so what brought you back here just out of curiosity who Um, wronged you what were you running from? Yeah, I was working a <laughs> shitty job, and I had just, I'd been in, I can't even call it a relationship. When the, I was so pathetic. 
one of those things where a guy just keeps shooting like shit and I kept like begging to be with him again. Like that cycle and it couldn't get out. Oh, it's horrible. Did you live by yourself? Yeah, or did I was, live with I somebody. It's so weird. I don't have that. Once I treat someone like shit, they just go away and they never <laughs> ask to be with me again. It's, it's magical. A, it's amazing. I had a level of patheticness that is when I look back, I'm like, what's wrong with me? You were, just, uh, you were 20 York. or whatever. No, I was 30 when this was happening. Which is the new which 20. Is, but was that the reason why you left New York? Are you... I just didn't have anything going on there. I was working oh, okay. a really horrible waitressing job. Were you living by yourself? Yeah. Okay. Was it like oh, no, a shoebox? Sorry. Or? I had a roommate. You did have a roommate. Somebody thinking? that you knew or somebody that you had to get to know? No, no, no somebody I knew. The, the living situation was fine. Okay. I just wasn't going anywhere. Did you live with the same person for nine years? I, I hadn't really committed to stand-up. I didn't know I was going to be a stand-up comedian. I did it a few times and I loved it. Yeah, but you were pursuing it's similar stuff. I mean, it's all kind of the same. It's just different worlds, same kind of stuff, right? But like, you know, I knew I wasn't grind. great at the acting that I was doing. But do you think it would have helped if you would have stayed in New York and gone, to do cra- like gone crazy and just done the three, four sets a well, night? Well, now and, I wish, now right. that I know. I, you know, at the time, I didn't realize. And now you, everyone talks about how great it is to become a stand-up in New York. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't regret leaving, but... No, and you're doing but fine But I do in think LA. about it. I'm like, oh, it's bad So I nine didn't. years in the big city. Yes. You just threw, your, you just threw the apron off, ran took, to the airport. Took the D train to Kennedy. Grab my dog. Grab your dog. And then you moved back home for a sec, or did you actually have a plan to move somewhere? No, I just went to my mom's for like three months and then okay. found a place in LA. All right. And, and then and then and since. at that point you're like, screw this, I'm doing stand up. Like yeah. that was your new that was your new mission in life. Yeah, once I got here I met a few stand up comedians and I started going out every night and Okay. Yeah. And it was good. It's all good. When what <laughs> do you have a do you have a defining moment when you were on stage and you're like, Yup, this is I'm click. gonna be, I'm gonna be good at do this. Do you remember your click night? Um <laughs> Oh, like just one specific. Usually, well, no, I mean, if there's a, if there's multiple, there's whatever. A, the, but there's a click. You just know you're. You know what I mean? It's like you know I you're over there. I felt that way from the beginning. That you were staying in the game. Like I felt like I knew what I was doing. I felt more comfortable doing stand up than I ever did in like uh, the live theater. And have you Shows. acted? In anything like dumbbells? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> With John Huck. Yeah. In a so can we talk about that? Yeah. All right. So you guys did I this. I loved dumbbells. You did? I loved being on Have set Have you seen every it? Day. I'm not. Well, I loved being on <laughs> set every day. It was a lot of fun to make that movie. Dumbbells would have been a really good movie if they just stuck to the comedy in the gym. Dumbbells is on Netflix, I believe, or something. The I've seen it. The comedy in the gym was funny. Yeah, I don't it's on think Netflix it's or on. Amazon or something. I don't think it's on Netflix for some. One of them because I've seen it. Okay. I've seen the first twenty minutes with you two, and then I'm and sorry, then it guys. Goes I had off to into another story, and I don't know. I thought it lost a little, but I think they made a, an original comedy that seems like a throwback to '80s comedies. It's, that was the intent. Yeah, they they were trying to say it was like. Um, and I love Hoyt, and I love Brian. I love the guys who made it. They uh, at one of the screenings, they were like, "It's like Waiting meets uh, something else." Oh, Revenge of the Nerds. And I go, "It's more like Revenge of the Nerds Two meets Revenge of the Nerds 3. <laughs> you know what I mean? Set in the eighties. Like it, it's, I loved it's, when we were filming in the gym. Oh my god, fun. it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot Nick, of fun. Nick was hilarious. Nicotera. Nick 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 Nicotera, who's doing very well, I think, uh, at this point. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a really funny, fun movie to make. I think. As far as like my acting is a little over the top, I don't think you were anyone, hilarious. no one told me to tone it down, <laughs> and I wish someone would have. Uh, no, you were things, supposed like, to be your character. I know, but it's one of those things I see, and, and like I was promised, like, oh, you're gonna get to do multiple takes, you're gonna get to do improv, and I'm like, okay, and I didn't improv one line of dialogue in that movie. Like everything was like I did two takes max for each scene I did, and that was done. I was like. Can we please, like, I like yeah. to do it like 10 times so that I can go, okay, yeah, now I got the flow of this. And, and I like it, people who are quick and, and, and move. I just feel like 
we might have been rushing a little bit too much. Yeah. And I know they had some problems with the first cut, but by the end, I thought it was it was fine, you know? Yeah, the end cut that we saw turned out good. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the only movie you've done? Yes. Yeah? Yes. But you liked it? I loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. Anything happened on set so that... Uh, it was over. Uh, I think yeah. I drove John crazy on that set. Oh, I don't Why? think so. I think you drove Fabio Did you guys know love. each other the most? Uh, on the set, or do you guys know? No, did you know a lot of people? people. Knew each other. We are, yeah, a lot of people knew each other, but she was the one that I knew the most. Oh, yeah. in terms of everyone else in the movie. Yeah. And I remember when, Fabio. When, I remember when they cast me. They were like, "Oh, we're, we're going to probably use Jen Murphy." I go, oh my god, that's fantastic! And it was for like basically Jen plays the Jim Bimbo slut, and they were like, we "We're going to go with like they had like Playboy models come in. They had these like, and I'm not saying you're not pretty, but they no, had these no, these models come in. You know what I mean?" <laughs> So, but then they were like, but Jen really just understood it and it was just funnier that way. And and she was mad because every day I was like drinking Diet Cokes and eating candy bars because my character was a pudgy fuck. And she's like, not starving. Because they had her in a tank, like a half shirt the whole time. So she didn't eat a goddamn thing. I can see you not eating. Well, I can't go to lunch and eat. My whole stomach's showing. Meanwhile, meanwhile they gave me a fake boner when Fabio comes out. That was the best part. And I was supposed to be I, mean, I didn't get, I didn't make it that far. Let's talk about Fabio for a second. Oh, Do yeah. you actually Okay, th- so the the whole Fabio fascination obviously went over my head for obvious reasons, but do women did women ever really genuinely like what's the whole thing? Would do I'm and sure still and, do. And he's not my type, but I'm sure there's tons of women okay. that Okay, well you had that weird look on your face like He invited me up to his ranch though. He was inviting women everywhere on that set. <laughs> Fabio was a machine. And you know what I found out later? He invited every extra. Up the here. guy, we'll have this guy on our show. Who? But, but Hoyt Richards. Who, who went to the ranch, Jen? I don't know. It wasn't like a bus, bus <laughs> full of me. women from the movie. Steven, what did you say? Stephen Glickman. He's good friends with Stephen Glickman. What did you say? I was like, oh, thank you. It was, <laughs> it was why we were filming. So we were in the car together, just the two of us. So in between takes, it was like, I'd talk to Fabio. And how was so? Okay, Genius. I know he was just known for being like a cover thing, He's a model, you know, model, right? And he has his own like protein powder or something. Yeah. Right? But, which I mean, was, you talk to the guy. I mean, is there something there? Yo, he's a nice dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, legit. You know what I'm saying? Is there yes. something there, or is it just a complete detachment? Like, or can he? Can they? They actually? I think. Is there? I think he knows who he is. Okay, and he's okay having fun with it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So, like, what kind of stuff were you talking about with him? Pussy juice. <laughs> <laughs> Getting fucked. Going up to the ranch. Oh, I'm sure Jen, yeah, I could see Jen really holding No, that's that not what she was it. saying. Oh, oh, that was you and him. He no, that just, was him. He was okay. just telling me about his dogs and the uh, ranch, his I protein like, powder. I like the way they make sex. You want to come make yeah. dog sex? The way he talks is so funny. Does it? Oh, so he actually talks that way. Oh, this yeah. is not, the, the, he's not laying it on nope. extra. No, nope. it's real. Nope, that is all real. And does Broken he, English and everything. And he he's living the ultimate single man Can I, bachelor yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. can I tell you, like he he started obviously as a model, correct? Right? Hoyt, the guy who co-wrote and co-produced Dumbbells, was in a cult for 20 years. Hoyt was the original, he was the first male to be called supermodel when in the 80s. But well, then he joined this cult and they fucking bled him dry. And when he escaped after three ch- three tries, he finally escaped and he escaped to Fabio's place because why is it not? Why was that not the movie? Just out of curiosity, it's, it started. It's that in is the in the movie. movie. The cult no, no, thing no. is in the movie. Why was that not the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Right? I don't yeah. know because the the story is crazy. I mean, exactly. Is crazy. Why is that? Not and the, the funniest movie? thing, as he was telling us the story, Sean Halpin goes, uh, "Well, my my question is, 
how did you escape from Fabio's place? <laughs> yeah, that was so <laughs> was like, funny. I was like, because I was dying. I was like, that, how did you? And he's like, I stayed there for a couple months. And he was, and Fabio basically just opened his doors to him and was like, so they knew each my, other though. Yeah. Just so we're clear, he didn't but, like but he wasn't running through the woods and ended no, no, up in no. Fabio's place. <laughs> not, Fabio they were running through models. the Shire. They were both models, but that's kind of how they knew each other. So it'd be like if we'd met at three clubs a couple times doing comedy, and then six years later, I'm like, dude, I was just in a cult, bro. Can you help me out? And you're like, I guess stay on my couch. Here's my food. Like, and is is Fabio made that much money? Yeah. yeah. Really? He's been a model. He was a model for but years. But I, I, again, forgive Not my ignorance. I just don't know how that pays. Modeling, like, I don't know. book covers. I mean, he's, he's a supermodel. So he you commercials. think about like a Cindy Crawford or person back in your day that you were like, they paid a boatload Paulina Poroskova, whoever married Rick Ocasek for whatever reason. But but like people like that, he made that don't kind of money. Don't discount the cars. They eh? one of the Never. best bands of the, the 80s. I love the cars, dude. Yeah. I just think it's crazy how that fucking guy ended up marrying a, Yeah, because he can play piano and write music. John, what, what, where's the question? Uh, he's super ugly. What about he Stephanie plays piano Seymour with uh, what's his Guns and Roses. Um, which one? Stephanie Seymour's gorgeous. I know, but which one? Which who did she the marry? Lead, the oh, lead, Axl Rose. Axl Rose. Well, that lasted for five minutes, and he didn't write any music or lyrics. <laughs> guys, but they made a really good video. Don't crush Jen's dreams. This is the way Sorry. Jen. Did Axel, you have an Axl Rose poster Rain? on your wall no. in, in New York? Axl Rose loves cake. I do love Guns and Roses. <laughs> uh, yeah, so do I. Appetite for Destruction is one but of the greatest Axel records. But not Axl Rose. Right. Did you grow up a rock chick? Oh yeah, I used okay. to love. I used to love Motley Crue. Well, then how did you not Rats. end up on the Sunset? St- you would think that see being that cl- right. Am I wrong in that? Like the epitome no, no, no. of what '90s and rock. Yeah, that it was L.A. It was the Sunset we, Strip. You we didn't grew do that up whole in thing. The same years. If I was where you were, I would have tried to get to the Sunset Strip almost immediately upon turning fifteen. You did not spend any time at what with all the, the, the Rainbow Room. What's a the Rainbow? Bit. The whiskey, the Key Club, which used to be called the uh, Gazaris. You didn't do any of that stuff. No, nah, a little bit, but. Then I took off to New York when I was like 21, so I think yeah. I wasn't even legal yet here. You got some dudes <laughs> in New York. Mm. Really, that uh, mattered. Mm, really? Mm, you, didn't, you weren't uh, a fake ID person? Yeah, I did steal an ID when I worked at Albertsons just to buy... Um, I, don't, I don't think I used it in Hollywood. I used to use it to buy Boone's Farm. <laughs> <laughs> you well, you just ask anybody to do that. You don't I need was to... a bagger at Albertsons, and then some lady left. All she had was blonde hair. She, really, she was probably a lot older than me. Uh, the, the whole fake ID <laughs> thing is when you look back on it, it's hilarious, right? Because like was probably you much look easier nothing back then. like the people. Well, now there's a lot. They go if way. You, yeah, but like if, 25 years. If you ago, try to yeah. steal someone's ID that looks like you, yeah, that's a like I could never find anyone that was like, hey, you look like Howdy Doody. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it was like great. But I did went. We and three or four friends went down to a uh, a tire store in Chicago on like the south side, like this Hispanic owned like tire store where they do photo IDs in the back. No. Way. And it was like a work ID. It looked like I belonged I was like a janitor at some building, but it claimed I was twenty one. Like it doesn't look anything like an actual license, but I used that card. Like my friend's dad found the cards and was like Gave them all back to us. He's like, what the fuck are these? And we're like, these are fake IDs. He goes, okay, here, have it back. Good luck, morons. <laughs> like, it was never going to work. And I went out and I bought the first, I bought, a, I'm sure I've told this story, I bought uh, two Stroh's eight packs. When Stroh's made eight packs, I went to this place, John's eight Buffet pack. Liquor Store. Because when six was just not enough, Jim. <laughs> I walked in, I walked in, I put these eight packs on the counter and I look up and the guy behind the counter is a substitute teacher at my high school. Oh my god! But you, and, this is the moment of like, does the guy actually fucking? And pay the attention? guy goes, the guy goes, yeah, he looks at my thing. He goes, yeah, he looks so familiar. And I'm like, yeah, you went to Central, right? And he goes, yeah, back in '80, whatever. And I go, yeah, 
And he goes, oh, cool, man. And I was like, goodbye. And I got out. I was like, Jesus. Like, I, like part of me was like, just run, just run, just run, just run, just run. And I didn't. For some reason, I was like, ah, I can do this. That would have been worse. Just watching a yeah. guy just run out of the <laughs> I'd like that surveillance uh, he's footage. Like, he's like, okay, that's $10. I'm like, just take off. Like, Those people have to know. Because when I think about it, when I was like 16, I'm like, there's no way. I yeah, this was 21. also 1991 yeah, they or just whatever. Didn't care like, as nobody much. gave a shit. Yeah. We, you know, it's funny. The, the older you get, you realize like... How much? How much am I getting paid to give? How much of a shit? It right. really boils down to yeah. that. It's like yeah. you're working at a counter at a liquor store. Like, hey, like here you, go. you know, because a lot of times, here. think about that. You're there. It's like I don't want to get in an argument with this person. Probably at that I don't time, they it. didn't used to like send in a bunch of undercover police and stuff. Yeah, the, the, the laws. I mean, obviously, now I it's get scarier. it. Just so we're all clear, you should not be underage drinking. You should not be breaking any laws. You should not be <laughs> in case serving Brian's alcohol kids to people. Listen to this show. He wants to get his message across. <laughs> the point is, I say, if you're old enough to go to war, you're old enough to drink whatever the fuck you want. What used to be right before? I mean. My brothers and sisters drinking was 18. 18. Yeah. And then Wisconsin was the last state to go so off. So everybody in Illinois, I lived uh, in Wisconsin. We had moved to Wisconsin by then, so John knows this. So everybody Illinois was 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 Illinois was there 21. and then we fell, I think like two years later. Right, but so they would were, all go drinking right over the border, man. And, and, they, and, and they made massive, so much money, but then there was too many car accidents. Too many accidents. I mean they were driving. really just getting plowed and like So which goes to the point of like drink here driving you go. is a bad idea. Well, no, just the fact that they obviously can't handle it. No, change the law. Well, so I, I, you can't really argue. It's 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 not a faulted argument when they're pointing out the statistics of drunk driving. It's a faulted out. argument when the yeah. only statistics they're pointing at are because everyone else in the nation is 21 years old. If you bring the age down, don't make a big deal out of it. You're not going to have people in Europe drink whenever they want because they don't live in a in a, uh, a repressed society, right? But I'm saying if you remove <laughs> some of that repression, maybe people would just be like, oh yeah, and they a lot of people will come to the conclusion that getting drunk isn't that great. They'll be like, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not one of them. Okay, I'm I just, just okay. No, 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 no. Just I'm just so we're saying, clear. given the chance. Like, <laughs> Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> God, I can't get over that gurgle. <laughs> was it just foaming out of your mouth? Oh, yeah, it was bad news. <laughs> God, I haven't puked since I was young. And the worst thing is, like, two, I think two years later, I went back to Madison that 4th of July, but I started... I did a thing where I went to Illinois and did the jukebox for a weekend and was like, I'm just going to take it easy while I'm here. And of course, all the local comics come out and we ended up just yeah. getting annihilated. Then I go up to Illinois for the 4th of July, have not one minute of sobriety, and then take my mom's car and drive to Wisconsin to go to Madison. And I'm throwing up on my way into Madison. I'm throwing up outside the car. The same weekend with Brian? No, no, it was a different weekend. And then I get, uh, this is like a year later, a year oh. or two later, and then I get to Madison and I'm like, I can't drink tonight. And then all these kids from my college show up. They're like, Whoa! And I was like, oh my God. So what he's so, saying is he can do it. I can I can Well, the thing that sucks is when through. you feel that bad, it's almost like a beer is the only thing that makes you feel That's better. my mom was like, I was, surprised it's a vicious that, cycle. I was surprised you took a beer on stage. I go, it was the only thing that was going to calm me down. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it is. I, uh, I've only thrown up once in the last couple of years uh, from drinking, and it was because I went to the, one of these, these events where like you pay up front, and then it's just like this endless, there's constantly something in front of you, so you don't really think about how much uh, you're drinking. And the, the new, the new party? no, the the new trend um, is the taller beers, which also gets you because it's still a can, but it's a taller you can. You don't got to tell me, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we we just went through that. <laughs> so um, I threw up that morning, and I'm a very dramatic thrower. Like you think this is? I mean, I I'm glad no one got video on me. I'm very dramatic. Aye. I have to. I have to. Are be, you? Do you yell? You hi yeah? You make karate I, noises? Like well, what are you I, doing? I hold like all the animals with me. I need, I need a cat. <laughs> An arm, a dog, your kids and the are other. on your shoulders. Like yes. your wife is holding I, your yeah. hair back. 
Uh, it's just a lot of a, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot but, of slow motion shots. But, it's all in black and white. But what I mean by dramatic is like when I do it, like you know, there's just throwing up. But then there's like you're letting everything in your body is like puking. So I did that, and I happened to be washing my face, and I looked in the mirror, and I had blown out all the blood vessels in my eyes and oh in my, my face, oh. and I was so you embarrassed. Like I had to go back into public, and throwing, and I'm thinking to myself. Because I did it in the morning, I'm like, okay, what's the lie? Because I something I have to have gotten into a car accident, a fight. I had to save someone. Like I was going through all the like, what's the logical one everybody's gonna believe? And I'm like, you puked from Budweiser. I, I puked from drinking. I, I was like, I'm just gonna tell the truth. Like I'm just gonna because there's no way to get around it. Because everyone could not look at me. My blo- my eyes were so you know like when you look at somebody's eyes oh, God, and yeah. it freaks you out and it makes your eyes like twitter uh, water like mine water, are doing yeah. right now. Yeah. So I just admit <laughs> I admitted my shame, and since then it has curbed my. Uh, I'm my pound in the brewskis. Well, proud of you for being vulnerable. <laughs> How long ago was that? <laughs> a couple months ago. Oh, well, I wasn't with you, was I? No, no, oh. no, no. Yeah, I, I went down to the. Park. Why you wouldn't have stopped me? No, I went down to <laughs> I went down to bar 107. Met him down there for that Hawks game against. Oh, did Anaheim. you go too? I didn't even know about that closing party. It uh, didn't close. Well, yeah, they're still standing Yet. there. But but I went in there with like no food in my system, and oh. Hugh, Hugh Moore even said he goes. Man, I got something to eat, and I go, "Oh yeah." He goes, "You ever, you ever drink and not eat?" And I go, F- "Yeah, dude, that'll fucking ruin your day." He goes, "And how, man?" Literally an hour and a half later, I'm blacked out because I'd been drinking 24 ounce cans of Pabst as if they were 12 ounce cans. Nice. So that's two. So I have three of those. I've had six beers in like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. You know what I mean? And then like by the time the third period of the game is over, I've had you know 18 beers, and I'm like, "Good night." I left my phone in the Uber. I was running around my apartment yelling. It was... Oh, that sucks. Did you yeah. get your phone back? I did. I did. He did get his phone back. I love the Taco Bell receipt. That's my favorite. That was the next day. I was like, I don't know what to do. Let's go get Taco Bell. <laughs> I literally Bell. read every item that you had on there, and I was like, did you eat all this? I'm so oh. impressed. Well, I ate all mine for sure. And whenever I see Taco Bell with you, I always just think of Eddie Pence. He was, the fir- he was the first one to ever tell me stories of you being drunk like at a festival and that you always just chow Taco Bell. TB on me. I, I made Eddie. I was like, God, we got to go to... TB on me. I didn't drink the whole slow TV fest. And then the last night I decided, eh, I'm going to go for it. So I just started drinking at like four in the afternoon. And then by like the end of the night, I was like, I think, was this slow? Maybe it wasn't slow. The first time we roomed together, though, I think. No, I, I think that when he told me you were really a mess, you were so angry. Where were you? Did you go up to um, laughing school? He said some laughing Ooh, skull. You yeah. were pissed. Yeah, that was not. I love Eddie telling stories Eddie, of John being pissed. Eddie yeah. doesn't, you know, Eddie unfortunately <laughs> has the badge of honor of being the sober friend. He remembers it all. <laughs> and, and and everybody, you know, you, you're thinking, should I have one more drink? And you look over and go, oh, Ed's with me. I'm all good here. And like, that's the sad thing that Literally. he's like the guy. That's why Patrick Keene had to get rid of his truck. Because if you're the guy with the truck, you're the guy that they're calling to move, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So Eddie is basically uh, the truck of drinking and driving, you know, so it's like I can get hammered tonight because Ed has got my back. I feel That's the a, opposite way about Eddie. I feel like embarrassed like because he's sober. I feel like, oh man, I'm just getting wasted. Nah, dude, <laughs> That's just you. Here's the way I look at it. Everybody else is not looking at it. Here's the way I look at it. If he dri- I, I, don't, I don't specifically find him for a designated driver. Like, like if we go, if like I, I'm like, hey, I bought you Iron Maiden tickets for your birthday. We're going to Iron Maiden. He knows he's driving and that I'm going to drink 12 beers in the car. <laughs> what what like, he heard was, hey, I'm getting drunk tonight. Hey, man, hey you want to drive me around like a shit-faced all the way to the fucking And here's what pavilion, I'm giving you so for can, this. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's, and sometimes we go out, and if 
And if he wasn't driving, I probably wouldn't drink. But when he does drive, I'm like, oh, well. See, I told you. That's, I'll, I'll and Eddie knows. Beers. He knows. Yeah, and he's good, he's good for that. I just feel bad that he's, he's willing to be that guy. I think some of it, though, I think he gets pleasure out of watching people just... Be fucking idiots. Idiots, yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't blame him. I mean, if no. you're going to go, if go anything, and watch it, him be idiots. It, if anything, it reinforces his why he doesn't drink. <laughs> yeah, like, right? totally. He's he like, just needs He doesn't that. drink because like, his family was a little bit weird with alcohol, so he probably sees me. He's like, yeah, that's another reason. I don't want to look like you. Uh, I don't want to feel like you in the morning. Like. That's how I feel when I babysit. <laughs> He's Christmas like, future. This is why I don't have kids. Oh, Eddie, yeah, Eddie's, Eddie's, yeah. Eddie is Christmas future of drinkers. He just, <laughs> he just, he brings people in cars with him to show them what this, this could be you. Just come on out with us tonight. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, he does wear one of those long furry jackets. Well, as long as he does that, gold chains has a big hat and eats a big <laughs> leg of turkey while he's doing it. We're fine. You didn't get hammered at 107, Brian? No. Nope. I knew that uh, uh, I had to go home. You're very responsible. I, I, I canceled the show at an AA room that night because I knew I oh, wasn't going to be God. in shape to the go. The layers. The layers of that statement. Oh, the day after? No, that night. I was supposed to do a show at 11 o'clock, and at first I was like, yeah, I'll go watch the Hawks game, and then go to the show. You should have gone. And then I was oh, like, that would have helped God. those people beyond Two days before, John. I was like, you know, I'm probably going to be drunk That would have been hilarious. Can you imagine that? Hey, guys. And then Only just, a comic sees what? it that no, way, by the I'm, way. Yeah, that would be the saddest looking thing, but the people there would be like, yeah, but we see it as he's hitting rock bottom. Amazing. They would have committed. Yeah, I was going to say. I have to sit through a meeting. They I would have all taken your phone number and contacted the you. The next day, I'm like apologizing to Nicole in step five of the 12 steps. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm going to eat this Taco Bell and fart all Why night. Why do I have a Taco Bell receipt and 37 sponsors? It's <laughs> weird. And a chip that says, keep coming back. It's a chip that says, 10 minutes sober. <laughs> Question mark. Is this chip from Taco Bell? Taco Bell's giving out sobriety chips. I was embarrassed. <laughs> By the way, it took them so long to make all that food that the line of cars was like probably 12 to 13 by the time we got out of that drive-thru. Oh, I was so embarrassed. I was like, why didn't they tell me to just pull around and they yeah. bring it out to the car? You just keep yelling for a party. It's for a party. Don't, no, I, I didn't know what to do because I was like, I can't turn around and be like, sorry guys, got so much food. Like, uh, it, was, it was awful. I'm so impressed that you ate all that. My friend saw <laughs> someone buying craft service for a, a movie. They bought $150 in Taco Bell tacos. Found out it was she was peeing a porno movie. Oh. She took $150 of tacos for a meal break at a, on a porno That's set. disgusting. First of all, not only are porno sets already kind of... Can they eat in between? A, a little bit. Oh, they do. They walk around naked and dip their fingers into the fucking M&Ms. And all, they have craft service and all that jazz. Just, we'll have a separate episode on how John knows all this, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of friends in the biz, man. Um, no, I just know from my own experience that food and sex don't mix well. No, well, I mean, it depends on what you're talking about. And another about. episode with John coming back. I, we have a very <laughs> well, special I mean, episode coming if up. If you're talking about at the same time, no, they don't mix well. But if you're talking about save like... It, save it, save it, she'll be back. We just, had a, we just had sex, let's have a sandwich. That's a different thing. Like, that's fine. No, I'm saying before sex. Like, oh, I'm like, always nervous. Like, I don't want anything that'll make me gassy or... Yeah, I mean, you don't want to, but... <laughs> I had a Reuben the other day with sauerkraut on it. It's actually a really big compliment if you fart during sex. Where, what? Where is this a compliment? Some other far, far away land? Because it means that your body completely let go. It happens in death, too. <laughs> yeah, you shit your pants when you die. You know that, right? <laughs> it's a real honor it's when like you shit your pants. It's like the world's biggest orgasm. <laughs> death. That means you probably... Yeah, all, all your maybe fluids. Maybe death is a really good feeling. We don't know it. I'm sure it does. We won't know it until we die. It might be orgasmic. Hopefully. Better be. Otherwise, what was the point? Yeah. Jen? I don't know. So really, you think that farting during sex is actually... People should stop and acknowledge it and be like, that was that was pretty sweet. No, I can only speak from <laughs> personal experience, but 
I have a very hard time sometimes orgasming because okay. I'm self-conscious and I, I can't let my body go. And one, two times when it has happened, I farted at the same time. And I thought, oh, that's probably because I just let myself go. So you're just you're just defending your own farts. <laughs> oh, no, you just feel, must feel real good. Your body, let's go. Watch when I fart. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Not a big fart, just a little... It was embarrassing, but... Well, but you laughed about it. Here's let me tell you something about men, though. You guys laugh They're about not right? going to stop, so you got nothing to worry. Oh about. yeah, farts are not going to deter me. Far, nothing deters me. At okay. that point, they are in it to win it. Oh, good. You know what I'm saying they're that not. Makes to, me feel it's gonna, good. It would take a lot for I think for a guy to be like, listen, I'm I'm going to go ahead and step out of this uh, this, uh, this this sex game for a bit. Yeah, I notice you're eating nachos off your own tits. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. Uh, nachos <laughs> off your own tits. This has gone too far for my liking, Jen. Where, what, what? So, where do you go from here? What's your plan? What's the big Jen Murphy plan? We got we'll, we to wrap it up. Just because we have to wrap it up. So, I'm gonna, you know, we'll besides just, guest, being a guest on this show multiple times, multiple times. I really yeah. want to do more comedic acting. Okay, I love to dumbbell. I want to be a headliner, obviously. That's, and you're moving in that direction. That's my number one. You're you are. dialed in. You're going that direction. You, you should be because you're really funny. Can I feature for you Thank on you. the road? <laughs> yeah, right. Which colors? Please. I'll feature for you. No, no, no. You're gonna headline, Psycho. Yes, you. If I go on the road, you're my number one. Great, you guys done? Don't don't so, tell don't um, tell Sean. He gets jealous. It doesn't matter. He I, if you watch my Instagram, he only takes selfies of himself. And uh, keep it helping at keep, keep it, it helping <laughs> on um, on Instagram. If you want to see a guy completely spiraling out of control with with the same selfie over and over and over again, Sean, I love you. I get it. Um, but now at least he's taking pictures of where he is, so that's that makes a little more. No, he's the he's, king of he's posting traveling. videos. He's traveling, uh, but but they're selfie videos. Oh, he posts no, but he posts like a lot too. of, you know on Facebook it'll be like, it's a lot of radio stations, like K107 posted this video. It's always some silly mm-hmm. person. Oh, that. Thing. Yeah, he posts He's one a of lot those of those people. ones okay. too. All right. So let's talk about you though. Stop stop trying to deflect. So, okay, um, my bad. Um, and you want to act and you want to headline. Yes. All right. Yes. And you, that's it? Do you, do you write anything I for yourself? Wanna, do you I want to work for, every you're... day. Like I want to go to sets every day and then do stand up at night or go on the road every weekend. You will. I want to work. I really want to work. So guys, if you're hiring Jen, can you hear my desperation? Will you do our podcast again? Of course. Right. Would you have yeah. me? Yeah, mm, probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> we wanted, we just wanted to know if you'd do just it. Just want to make sure you would do it, and then we'll never ask you back. <laughs> okay. Where, thanks. Where, where can people find you online? Um, on Twitter, I'm at, at Jen Murphy Comedy. J E N M U R P H Y. Facebook, Jen Murphy Comedy. Instagram. Jen Murphy Comedy? Or you can just go to my website. Say, yeah, yeah, Jen Murphy Comedy dot com. Well, it and they're all there. Be. Where's all it's your links? Jen Murphy Live. Jen Murphy Live. Every- I had Jen Murphy Comedy and then I got a fight with my webmaster and he wouldn't give me my name. Really? So I had to make it a new one. What a I like turn. Jen Murphy Live better. Jen Murphy Live.com. I like that better anyway. For videos, photos, and tour dates. I like that better. Jen Murphy Live.com. Jen, be thank you. Touring Ontario, California this weekend. Yeah. Well, this won't <laughs> touring come out. It. She's not actually performing. She's actually she, just she's driving been, around. She's on a walking tour of Ontario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a walking tour with the headphones on that tell her things about where she's at. You don't at. even need the guide anymore. You just wear the headphones <laughs> gonna, and you I'm see all the mall. <laughs> I walk with old people at the mall in the morning and then I go on walking tours. That's your exercise. Uh, this won't air. Or this won't air. This won't be out for a couple weeks. But uh, thank you for having me. You'll be back. Yeah, you'll be. And back. that's not a that's a threat and also an invite. I don't know if you Yay. know that. I promise a threat. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, uh, everybody. And Jen, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for playing this tape, Brian. You fucking asshole. <laughs> don't forget, we're getting hamburgers later at my mom's. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe 